Welcome to the Birthing in New Earth podcast, awakening the divine feminine in birth, business, and spirituality. My name is Samantha, and in this podcast, I'll be having conversations with movers and shakers from around the world on a range of topics. I truly believe that when we tap into the areas around birth and business and spirituality, there is true potential for change in the world. The time is now to create the future of our dreams. Welcome to this episode of the Birthing in New Earth podcast. In this episode, we have Sara. And Sara is a transformational guide, healing practitioner, and artist who works predominantly with women and mothers. Sara believes that motherhood is sacred and holds space for mothers to reclaim, uncover, and embody their deep inner power and phenomenal potential. She is passionate about shifting the narrative and women remembering who they truly are as a revolutionary act for this new earth and to act as beacons paving the way. I just love this episode with Sara. We go pretty deep in this conversation about healing our own traumas, how 2020 was an initiation into the depths of our soul, how important it is to come together as a collective and rise together to create new earth. We discuss the sacredness of motherhood, how motherhood is a rite of passage and how important it is to honor this transition. How motherhood is broad, wide, and complex. And you don't have to have children to be a mother. Many mother communities, visions, dreams, and so on. There's so much juiciness in this conversation. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. You're truly doing amazing things in the world, especially in the realm of motherhood. And I've been looking forward to this conversation all week. I'm really excited to see where we are going to go today. So welcome to the podcast, the Birthing a New Earth podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful and honored to be here. Thank you so much. Great. So I wanted to kind of start with, so you are a mother and you work a lot in the realm of motherhood and you have a one-year-old daughter. And I really wanted just to hear your journey into motherhood, um, whether you want to start in preconception or you just want to go through your pregnancy journey or your motherhood journey and tell us how that was for you and things that you've learned about yourself and how this really um, inspired you to do the work that you're doing now. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, ah, yes, so I'm a mother and um, I think like many mothers, if not most mothers, it's motherhood for me in so many ways was the, is, is the making of me. And um, it's really like brought together all my paths. I think like all these different strands mm. that I had going on in my life. Um, it's really them all together and given a huge momentum a huge energy behind everything I've been doing and a confidence as well actually it's given me a lot of confidence being a mother and what I've experienced what I'm experiencing I'm obviously a mother I'm quite a new mother um but you know it's like so much happens in so such little time in motherhood Mm, totally 
what I'm experiencing is a is a huge unveiling of myself through it as well and mm. that's why I'm so passionate about it as as this rite of passage and as this huge initiation into our power and who we really are mm. it you know it really does shed the skin of our old self maiden self younger self and um reveals you know this rooted anchored woman you know mother woman and what I've noticed through my journey is how easy it is to miss those initiations um how without any guidance and without any I suppose like knowledge about that you know because we've lost that kind of tradition it can be really easy to to miss it because motherhood is also exhausting and challenging and um Mm often the stereotypes around motherhood can cluster around those things too, around it being exhausting and challenging and sort of draining. That's sort of the the image that we have in our consciousness a lot of the time around it, as opposed to, you know, women who are rooted down to the core of the earth, receiving codes from the stars while children, you know? So that's kind of my, um, my placing in it is like shifting that narrative and reclaiming, that very sacred code of the sacred mother. And I suppose like my journey well into it has been, it's been like, you know, after birthing Naira, you know, well, no, not even from from pregnancy and just noticing the vast emotion involved. And um, I guess like the strangeness of the experience and how I had no idea it would be like that. I had no idea about, Mm. you know, the the dark and the light, the um, the experience those the anxiety the um the death like we die I didn't know Mm. (laughs) and yeah we don't know so it was a real interest I suppose in that and wanting to work with that and the death to rebirth and how that can be really powerful in our lives and it actually started for me before having Naira when I had a miscarriage um Mm. two years before she was born three years ago which was like the most most grief I've ever felt like the deepest sadness you know and a lot of that was around it was because I didn't know that miscarriage happened I knew it happened but I didn't yes no idea how common it was um and I had no idea again that it was an initiation process um Mm. I went through it and that's when that was really what catalyzed me into my into my power I'd say and into this path um the miscarriage and the, and the loss and so it became a journey of really understanding loss understanding our mm-hmm. portal of life and death and this threshold yeah. space between worlds and how we hold that within us you know and what that means really for us as as women as people as humans so um yeah in a nutshell that's kind of how I've yeah. beautiful thank you for sharing that and it is you've touched on so many things like with loss, I've experienced loss as a stillbirth. And it's just not a common thing that we talk about. But again, it is, it's people are not talking about it, but yet it's common. And there's no real guidance on like how to navigate any of this, how to navigate loss, how to navigate coming into motherhood. And I think this is what's so beautiful about what you're doing and what you're sharing in the world is you're giving space to women to help navigate this time. Because with everything. And as you pointed out, there's a dark and there's a light. 
and there is beauty and then there's the shadow and how can we work with both of it and embrace both sides and i think that this many rites of passage that we go through throughout our lives are giving us this opportunity but there's little guidance and those little you know speak of what rites of rite of passages are in our seasons of our life and i think this is so important and that's why i really honor you and that you're bringing this into the world and sharing this more with women. So, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's essential and I think that it's, you know, as you said, it's it's so common these experiences that might be lost in some shape or form or perhaps it's loss of ourselves or you know, but particularly around pregnancy loss is so silenced, it's still so taboo. Um so taboo. So taboo. And I'd say even more so with still birth, you know, it's mm. like it's so it's so feared that it's just completely you know yeah let's just let's just brush it under the all that happens yeah um, I mean but you know miscarriage as well like I had no clue I just had no clue that it was like I think it's like one in three women um mm. have a miscarriage or you know and so for me so much of the grief around it was like the shame I thought my body was broken yeah there's something wrong with you yeah. right um the grief is normal and natural. You know, we, we should feel grief. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of beauty in grief, but it's the shame and the guilt. Mm-hmm. And things. That's where the work needs to be done in um, reconnecting to what's really happening and like shedding what the conditioning is and our, about our preconceptions. So, yeah, I, I really feel you on that. And I think it's where, mm-hmm. you know, it comes really from like our societal fear of death and not understanding yeah death is a part of life um and it's like if you're working in birth well if you're human <laughs> but particularly if yeah. you're a mother, mothers understand death because you have to constantly dancing with it and you know you birth from that place in the beginning mm. unseen but how, like how do we kind of bring death back into our consciousness that it's not something that we are terrified of but we are yeah. part of the cycle yeah, it's so beautiful. I actually was thinking that I think what I've experienced with like going through stillbirth is that people are so scared of death in general and don't want to talk about it. Like, you know, your grandmother dies. That seems like a more, um, you still, people still don't want to recognize death or talk about it, but then let alone have it be a baby dying. Then that's even like less, let's not talk about that because that, then we have to face our own you know, fears and our own things. We have to recognize that within ourselves. So it really is coming back into understanding the cycle of life and knowing that death is a part of life. And then again, um, bringing it back into what you're talking about, like as a mother, like knowing this cycle and embracing that. Mm. Absolutely. How do we kind of do that on a daily basis? How do we understand life and death? And as women, as people with menstruation and, and menstrual cycles like we can learn that through our womb space like we have it within us and you know like through womb work and really understanding our bleed and whether we're cycling or not you know we're all cyclical beings like whoever we are so we can do it around the way that we feel whether we have a menstrual cycle or not but during our bleed period during our winter like you know that's when we die and yeah. it's we're in the cycle and it's when we receive the downloads from the earth yeah. cosmos to then learn and know how to navigate forward so um yeah I feel like it's a we already have it weaved into our into our life and it's yeah by really understanding our cycle we can um 
get intimate with it again, get intimate with life, get intimate with death and get intimate with the whole process. Mm, beautiful. Cause it, it really is, is like a, a remembering of what we already innately know within ourselves. And, and then it's just like getting connected to nature, like nature is cyclical. We are cyclical, but we've lost that connection. And it's about remembering that and rekindling that knowing. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really happening now. Like a lot of people are doing that, you know, cyclical understanding our cycles. So I think it, it is really happening. And, you know, this year, because, you know, everything happens micro macro all the time. And if there's ever exactly. been a massive, just global death, it's 2020. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, phew. Yeah, I think we were, we were chatting about this before, that 2020 has been like this massive initiation for us to really wake up and and really connect the depths of who we are. And it's it's a constant like death and rebirth cycle that we go through in our lives. Like we, you know, we call them the dark nights of the soul or, you know, the heroine's journey or whatever we want to call it. But it is, this is what we've been going through. Mm. And yeah, then on this kind of global scale and it's like the only way through like with any of these processes is to to surrender to it and to yeah deeply accept it and embrace all the sensations that come with it and knowing that we're we're always safe in ourselves yes whether it's loss or it's 2020 or whatever we're here you know and that's Mm. that's the teaching from it like yeah That's so beautiful. I've been really like sitting with that. um, Just this week, I've been sitting in meditation and that feeling of just reminding myself that I'm safe because it's, there's so much, I mean, we, you know, have life circumstances happen to us or conditioning or past lives or whatever you want to, we just somehow feel that we're not safe, but actually we're sovereign beings and we, we, everything we have within us, we're safe here. And yeah, when we really tap into that, it, there's a lot of power there. Mm. Yeah, I would say that's the key right now, you know, because everything around us is telling us you're not, you know, whatever you're believing about what's going on right now. Yeah. It's like, there's still so many like ways of, of believing we're not safe. This planet isn't safe. Um, other people aren't safe. Um, you know, whichever theory or whatever you believe, there's a lot of yeah. that in there. And it's like, okay, how do I mute it? <laughs> Literally mute it. And, and just know that I've always got me, you know? Yeah. I've got me and I'm, I'm the universe and I can't, I'm not going anywhere. Um, yeah. But this word like sovereignty, it's being used a lot at the moment. And it's, I think it's just, it's just the key, you know? Cause like there's just, the, the fear is amping up all over the place. And I think it's just going to continue. Mm feel it's, it's going to continue yeah not going anywhere <laughs> so then it's like the flip of that is like okay so what are we being invited into and it's like deeper expansion into ourselves deeper rootedness mm-hmm. in ourselves deeper knowing of who we really are yeah yeah it's constant but it like yeah it's mm-hmm. just wild duality of um yeah the reality versus our inside reality yeah and that's being, this word is being thrown around a lot and like sometimes like oh well, what does that mean sovereignty but then when you really start to sit with it and you really start to feel into what that actually means and you really sit you're like oh my gosh I get it like I 
everything is within me, how I feel, what I create, what I do. And that's, I'm like, oh, that, that feels expansive. That feels like a relief that I, nothing outside me can have control over what's happening in here. And there's, yeah, it feels <laughs> like when you really start to sink into it and then you start to see all the layers that where you weren't, um, where you were giving your power away. That's yeah. what I've experienced over the past year. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, you start witnessing it on all these micro, you know, levels mm-hmm. and day interactions. And um, yeah, like you say, it's just, it's really fascinating. And it really asks us as well to hone in on like every thought, every word, when we really mm. are shaping our reality and when mm. it's easy to get dragged into the tide of fear and rabbit yeah. hole of illusion and traps, booby traps, you know, literally everywhere. Yeah, booby traps. Are. Yeah, booby. I even, and I even like, I recognize this booby trap that I was in, is that like, especially when you're an empath and you, you do want to create change in the world and you do want to help people and that's, it is your soul's mission and purpose. But then you also just have to let that go as well because you can't change anyone else. <laughs> like you kind of like carrying that weight of the world on your shoulders, but actually like, why are you doing that? Like I can't change the outer world. I can change my world and I can keep doing my heart's mission. Like my mission is to serve others and be of service and to, um, and hopefully help other people. But that's not like, it's out of my control <laughs> what other people take on board. <laughs> really relate to that. Yeah, I had, I've had same journey of being so outward and like I want to help you know <laughs> to having to draw it all back in because um yeah it's just yeah <laughs> it's, just about, it's literally just about us and it's interesting because it's like this is stuff you know we've heard for so long or we've said you know we create our own reality and but it's yeah. like landing in a different way now I feel yeah to- totally I was I was just thinking that the other day where it was like Oh, it's like just sinking in in different ways. Like, cause I think it's like the, you know, the more we do the inner work, the more we uncover and we go deeper and then we understand ourselves deeper. And then the more that those, those seeds or those words sink in and we understand it more. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this has been <laughs> really happy. We went on this little uh, uh, path. Um, so yeah, it's important to do our inner work. And to um, really hone in on our power and what we're doing and what we're creating. And even though it's so intense in the outer world, but this is what I love about having conversations like this. This is what I love about birthing in new earth is that you're, you're connecting with other souls and beings that are on this similar wavelength. And this helps, I feel. Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, like you just said, it's like the key with it all is just to stay true to you and to what you're doing it's like it's like having an awareness of all the stuff going on you know I feel yeah in a bubble um yeah a vague awareness of it <laughs> and but not watching the news like don't watch definitely don't watch it. it's not true like it's just not true and it's like okay so what is my heart telling me is right what is my womb space telling me is right what does my body mm-hmm. say is true and it might feel completely different to what the whole world is saying or you know, telling you saying. And it's like, that's the courage. It's like having the courage to follow through with what your heart tells you. Mm. Um, and it's really brave and it's really scary. So brave. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it's so terrifying. I know. 
you know, because we don't know, but it's like we're trusting our heart to feel the way out. Um, yeah. New territory into this new earth, which is, you know, entirely what, you know, you're working with, that we're all working with. Mm. Um, yeah. But you can't think your way into it. You have to literally feel your way through. It's like I, something like keep your eye on what's happening around the world, but keep your heart in the direction that you want to be going. So it's like whether you want to say like heart in 5D or the eye on 3D, whatever, whatever kind of way that you want to, um, what words you want to describe it. But yeah, it really is about coming from here to here. And this is how we move forward from the heart space. Yeah. Absolutely. And the womb and the womb space. <laughs> the connection between the two. Yeah. Um, I love that what you said, one eye there, one eye like that, because it's it's true, one foot kind of in each world, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah, having like, because we, we're still here, <laughs> we still have to kind of, but we we know where we're going, and we have to trust. It's like really having that deep knowing that as we are ascending, or we're moving into a direction where there's, where there is more peace and harmony, but we just have to go through this chaotic period. So it's easy to get distracted or feeling discouraged <laughs> absolutely and it's like within it it's it's just so interesting the whole thing because there's also I'm also a bit wary of you know there's a lot of talk about like ascension and um and I, I do believe that but I think sometimes within that school it can be so about you know like yeah transcending and um and it can be a bit oblivious to you know the earth here and now rooted in this yeah. reality like you just said we're here and um I just think it takes an incredible amount of discernment and like a, a razor sharp discernment mm. awareness to be able to really hold the multiverses going on and navigate yes. it in a grounded yes. way um I'm just really like holding my hands up to everyone on this because it's like it's big work and it's hard I know I know it is everyone's I send yeah I send love to everyone every day I'm like you guys are doing the best you can keep doing it yeah. we have to keep doing the work and mm. yeah absolutely um but you know it's like within it again it's hard because we're unlearning and relearning how to just trust ourselves where we haven't been yeah. thousands of years we've been taught to forget that deep knowledge and yeah it's totally there. and it's just guiding yeah. us now um you know this ancient knowing this ancient voice mm. yeah I love that like because it's a lot of, I said I sometimes talk about like creating new ways and it is in one way new for us but actually it's not really new it's like very ancient and it's very old and it's it's like a re remembering of what we yeah the old ways ancient ways <laughs> Oh, well, I wanted to check, let's change uh, the direction where we're going, because I really want to talk about the work you do with mothers, because I feel like this is so important, especially as we move forward, you know, like bringing in conscious children to this world is so important, but we also need to take care of ourselves and really, um, as mothers, you know, honor our passage, honor, heal ourselves so that we can then help, you know, raise conscious children. And I think this is really beautiful with the work you're doing and you know, talking about the sacredness of mother and a rite of passage. So tell us more about the work that you do in your women's circles. And Okay, perfect. Yeah, thanks for bringing us back to, yeah, like we're not a bit cosmic. Um, yeah, so I guess my, my passion for it comes from like the context we we're just talking about, really. And it's like how we've been 
how we've just historically forgotten and particularly as women um particularly as mothers just been severed from the truth of who we really are and our power um power of our mm. place um power of our deep 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 connection to all that is you know um yeah. so like you said I'm working with mothers. I'm really passionate about working with mothers as a way to reclaim, hold space to reclaim the sacred role of the mother um, and to remember, hold space for that deep remembrance of our inner embodied power. Um, mm. So it it really marries with the conversation we just had because it's like, um, yeah. you know, we've, we've got this within us. It is us. It flows through us. It's ourselves. It's our DNA, this deep knowing this exquisite expansion intelligence. Um, and this is the key that's moving us forward into, um, well, into this present reality, but it's how, because it's not just about moving forward. It's, it's like unveiling the right now and how we can create this beautiful world right here, right now. Mm. Um, and for us to really enjoy ourselves, enjoy our reality and shine, radiate that joy, you know, into mm. the world. So, um, you know, I believe that mothers are really powerful. I believe that mothers are the ones who always birth revolutions. Um, yes. And, you know, it's just been inv invisibilized throughout history, but it's always mothers really doing the work, you know? Yes. We are like under scenes, keeping everything going and moving right. and taking care of it all. Yes. Probably as well, actually the ones with the vision, actually with the ones, yeah. who, you know, it's just probably not recorded that way. Um, and it's, and, you know, when I talk about mothers, I always talk about like, it's not just people with children, it's, it's grandmothers, mm. people that have experienced any pregnancy loss. It's people on the journey towards conception um, mm. and pregnancy. It's broad. And also, you know, mothers, yeah. people can be in the mother role and be mothering a community or yeah. um, a project. So it's not necessarily just people with um, children. It's more the, the archetype yeah. Um, I love how you say that. I actually had that um, when I told you I had a quote from you. That was your quote, because I, I think it's so important to really tap into that. Just because you don't have a child doesn't mean that you're not embracing the mother archetype and that you can be a mother in many different ways. And like you said, it's so complex and it's so diverse. And I think that that's something that as a society, it's really important to think about because so many women feel bad about not giving birth to a baby but there's other ways to be a mother and I think that's important to talk about mm -hmm. yeah absolutely like I think it, it's broad and it's complex and it's nuanced um and it's not exclusive you know to people who just have children um so yeah I always talk about it in that all-encompassing way and so the work I'm doing right now I run a, a membership for for mothers which is a weekly drop-in space for us to do womb work um, sharing space, embodiment, breath work. It's like, it's a sacred nourishing container. Firstly, to be really honest about motherhood and the journey. Um, mm. I found and find that there's so often things you can and can't say, depending on like, I don't know, you're not meant to talk about the hard things or the yeah. hard questions. Um, you know, you're not, you're just not meant to, you're meant to just be grateful and it's like, we can hold the deep gratitude and joy at being a mother, but then we might also be anxious or we might also mm. be sad, you know, a mourning. So um, 
yeah, it's a space of completely like judgment free 360 truth about your experience um, and practices to connect to our inner selves and cultivate that connection to that, that inner power, inner voice, inner song, so it can come through. Mm. Um, and that's really beautiful. So I love doing that. And um, I've just run a program with a colleague, a friend, colleague of mine, which is all about um, learning self-healing practices for mothers. Um, so mothers can become their own healers. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, exploring all these different avenues and wanting to hold more and more spaces for mothers to do this work and to be in community with each other because, yeah, you know, we know that so it's isolating and particularly when we're yeah. in lockdowns and whatever, you know, we need, we need each other. We need each other. It's so, it's so true. Because I mean, obviously, again, if we go back to the way things were and more ancient, ancient times or older times, there would be community or people helping out. You would have a village of, but that's, you know, in our, the way we live now, it is so isolating for a mother. And again, there is so much that comes up. And I thought we could talk about like, when we move through this transition into motherhood, whatever it is, there's always like this, the shadow work that we've talked about that comes up. And I think we end up looking at that as like something bad or, you know, postnatal depression or, but actually we just need to hold space because there's some deep healing happening. And so I want to, well, let's chat about that a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, um, I think, you know, like, like you just said, these things like postnatal depression and postnatal anxiety and just the explosive emotions that come out in motherhood um, and pregnancy and, and the journey towards it too and throughout any loss as well you know it's like enormous mm. enormous emotion often very very dark you know mm. um and that is again it's so taboo to talk about that in motherhood um there's literally no space for it um and like you said it's it's incredibly deep like ancestral healing going on it's the shedding of who you were you know that has as we said like mm. that has to die and that's painful um mm. you know and all these wounds have to come up so you can do this healing work and pass on this new imprint to your to your child to your child yeah um but again it's like it's really not held there's really no guidance yeah. around no and there's talking about load of stigma <laughs> so it's totally hush hush and you're not meant to talk about it and it's a lot of shame yeah we're like our hardest critics, really. Like, am I doing this right? Should I be, you know, let alone are we, we're processing all these emotions and then we, that are coming up and then we feel worse about ourselves that we're feeling this. And it's just all, it's just a spiral. <laughs> just, right. And yeah, the amount of like self-blame that can go into it then mm. in a critic. I was just particularly around my, the miscarriage that I had um and also through pregnancy I had a, quite a lot of anxiety you know and mm -hmm. then guilty around it um and again it's like if you go to what the doctors they're gonna cert maybe you've got I don't know you get diagnosed with these things like postnatal depression yeah whatever. um and you don't really want to be diagnosed with that because it doesn't it feels like a box um yeah and like I don't know I mean maybe it can be useful maybe that diagnosis I'm not saying it's not I'm just saying that yeah it would be really helpful to just have like a council of women <laughs> to be like, 
yeah you do this because your soul is healing and um yeah it's gonna it might feel really hard but here's this herbal remedy that might help you through it or yeah oh yeah yeah it's like <laughs> I want that <laughs> yeah and then just being able to like I think just talking about it, saying it out loud, what am I feeling? Because that's, that's what truly helped me through my healing journey. Like, you know, part of the, my healing process of going through stillbirth. Again, I, I felt so much guilt, so much shame. I felt like I did something wrong. I, you know, it was my fault that she died. Like there's, these are the thought patterns that I went through, but I think the more I shared my story and the more I talked about it, the more I felt like this was part of my healing process. And so we're, we're not really, I was really lucky that I had people that could hold space for me, but many women don't, we don't have people to hold space and be able to share our stories and what we're feeling. And I think just by saying it out loud and being heard and being seen, so healing. (laughs) And that's, I think that's biggest part of the healing, really just being able to be completely honest and be witnessed in it. Um, yeah I completely agree for me as well and I think that's why with the spaces that I'm running now such a big emphasis of it is the sharing and always reiterating that this is a judgment-free space come as you are I always say come as you are there's no expectation there's no need to like be anything yeah your truth is welcome here you know whatever that looks like and um, it brings up a lot and it really enables the women in these spaces to share things they've never even shared before. I've had that quite a lot mm. um, because they've never felt safe enough, you know? Um, and that's, yeah, that's where the deep, deep, deep healing comes from that we're allowed to be, we're allowed to be as we are. And, um, mm. and then you find that like, <laughs> you know, someone in the group has had the same thing or probably same experience. Time. Like <laughs> most of us have felt something similar. Yeah. That's, and then it's like, oh, it's not just me. I mean, for me, that was huge, 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 huge. I'm sure you've mm. experienced that too. Yeah, I've experienced it a lot, like in, in different, in many different ways. Yeah, when you, and again, this is just, this is what women used to do. We used to come together. And even when we, let's say you had a stillbirth or you had a miscarriage, you would have a circle around you that would help you process that and move through that. And yeah, this is, I think, why I think we're moving, you know, but we're like you, what you're doing is, is this is the way forward, you know, and you know, more women are holding circles. And I feel like, like we touched on earlier that we are moving in a positive direction, more of this, these more ancient, um, you know, technique, not techniques, but ancient ways are coming back and circle, you know, look, tapping into our cyclical nature. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's it. It's like, it's coming back. It's coming back through us. It's, you know, we are all remembering. Um, we all know what to do. Like we don't know. And we do know at the same time, you know, we're in this vast unknown, but at the same time, we're all guided by this deep sense of we actually yeah. do kind of know what to do. Um, yeah. Even though that's like a sensing feeling, sense checking each and every day, every moment. Um, there's a really strong thread that I think, we're all being pulled forwards by and Mm. yeah the capacity for it is amazing because when we heal like we're I mean we're always healing but when we a lot of when I created that foundation like you know it's like everything is possible um yeah and 
yeah, my work, you know, been working with mothers and like you said, kind of creating the conditions, the environment for these children to grow up in this way with these mm. examples. And um, like, that's phenomenal. I think we think about what that can mean mm. in this world, the next generation. I know, I know, um, it's so powerful. It really is. And like having those, these mothers who know themselves, who do their work are held in community, are literally tapped right into the core of the earth you know mm. or starlight throwing it flowing in through the crown of the head like it's, and then we can see how change can happen really quickly because so quickly yes yes because because it, it's like we're the change and then we that is really getting shined on like shined onto our children and then our children are you know they don't because we've been in the cycle of these um these pattern cycles that our our wounds our parents were through our grandparents of generations from before but now it's like we're the ones that break the cycle and this is what's going to change as we move forward for our children and the future generations yeah absolutely mm. yay <laughs> this is this is what's so good about having conversations like this because it is happening and we have to remind ourselves <laughs> we do, and we're here to remind each other like i love yeah. the, I'm just i love the work you're doing like i said i've told you um, I think it's a beautiful coming together of all these strands. And, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a jungle out there. And <laughs> yes. you know, it really is. And we've got to nourish ourselves with conversations like this, with projects like yours, you know, like the circle mm. I'm running or whatever. Like that's, that's what we've got to step into. I mean, whatever it is that nourishes that, that flame, that inner flame. Um, mm. And that cultivates that remembrance is what we just have to kind of keep doing, you know? Yes. So it keeps burning brighter and brighter and brighter. But um, yeah, I think that the more of us that just remember our body wisdom, tap into mm -hmm. our deep inner guidance, which is a practice of just listening to our bodies, listening to, yeah. our, to our heart, following through with the action and keep doing that. Like that's, I've got every hope in all of us, you know, I don't, I'm not, mm. I do get afraid sometimes. I get afraid of some of the things that they're talking about that they might do, all of that stuff. Yeah. But then, you know, I come back to people like you and like people in my circle and just talk. And then it's like, no, we've got this. Yeah, and we're really bringing it through, so. Yeah, it's so true. Because I, I mean, I'm the same. I, th I think I said it earlier. It's like sometimes I get them like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, this is happening. We're doing it. We just have to, and you know, like we talked about, it's like really coming back into that, like you said, back into our heart space, you know, doing the inner work because that fear is going to bubble up that programming that we've had for, you know, thousands of years we're undoing like we talked about earlier we're undoing it and so we have to keep coming back into our inner work and then keep moving from here and doing doing our heart's mission i've got a quote i'd like to read yay i love it it's like um it's by an author you might know her her name's aurora levins morales and um she really bridges well she's she comes from social justice environmental justice and creates these incredible links between the body the environment and things like that and it's just it's a quote I love and it's really about um coming back to our body you know 
which is really mm. like we talked about this whole conversation really the heart of like these this time and these teachings and these learnings that we're all kind of remembering like just coming back to ourselves coming back to our body so I just wanted to read it you yes you take the cord of memory from my hands and tie a knot to mark your place each body knows its own exhausting journey its own oasis of joy its belly full of shouting resilience and shame and jubilation we mark the trail for each other, put lanterns by the door, scratch our signs in the dirt, make signals with fingers in palms, sing coded freedom songs, strike the stick of aliveness on whatever will make a sound, bind your stories together. This is how rope is made. Each strand is essential to the strength of the braid. Bring your body closer, lean in towards the heat and the light. We're striking sparks of spirit we're speaking from our flesh. We're stacking up our stories. We're kindling our future. Listen with your body. Let your body speak. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> That's from the book. It's called um, Kindling by Aurora Levins Morales. I'll put we'll put that, I'll put that in the link in the show notes for everyone to, to tap into. Need that inspiration. Beautiful. Mm. Oh, well, thank you for this conversation. And I guess it's, I wanted to wrap up with, I guess it's like our, the final thoughts of like what your advice to mothers out there and what do you want to share? Like your final thoughts to, to all of us, really (laughs) anyone, mothers, anyone. (laughs) My final thoughts are just to encourage everyone to create space to listen to themselves and to listen to their body and to practice trusting that in whichever ways you feel um, and having the courage, having the courage to trust yourself mm-hmm. and it tells you not to. Um, yeah. And to mothers, it's like, you know the whole experience of motherhood is a prayer and it's a ritual and we can weave our whole spiritual practice into our day into the mundane practices you know the mundane things we do all the time you know like taking out the rubbish we're taking out you know what we want to shed from ourselves things like that washing the dishes yeah. with ourselves um yeah and i i just encourage where we might not like have all the time or you know whatever to do like these deep spiritual deep dives how each and everything we do is part of our spiritual practice. It's part of this act of mm. It's all part of the divine play. Um, so just like to encourage you to remember that in your day and play with that. just playing with the universe. Yeah. Um, and you know, like you know, and you will have always known, and you will always know. And just to tr- trust that, trust what your body says. Mm, beautiful, love it. <laughs> Living our, our day becomes the like. I, I, lo- I love how it is that the day is bringing the sacred back into our daily, basically, you know, it's living, living a prayer, like our life becomes the prayer the devotion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I really love that. Yeah. Oh, you're doing such amazing things. I'm just really inspired by this conversation. And so if somebody wanted to join your mother's circle, is this like, you know, we have a wide audience, you know, like I'm living in Australia, you're in the UK, you know, we have people in the US, like, how is it does this work for women to join? Yes, so anyone is welcome. Um, 
you can just message me um message me on instagram or yeah that's probably the easiest way and yeah you're welcome to join and at the the moment it's a weekly drop-in space but i'm going to be creating more um more spaces as well i want to do like full moon ritual spaces and things like that so there's more content coming as well and um everyone in the group is just very very warm and welcoming um we've got people in lots of different countries actually already and um yeah just send me a message my instagram is we'll post it on the thingy i'll post it in the show notes yeah Yeah. you're just welcome everyone is welcome and there's just one more thing i wanted to highlight because this sounds so good you have a workshop coming up is it this week actually (laughs) maybe it's going to be a little late by the time this post (laughs) anyway um she has a trust your inner guidance workshop but anyway stay tuned with what she's doing Sarah's doing amazing things in the world and I'm really happy to share with you today and I look forward to collaborating more with you you'll be a part of our 2021 gathering in March so she's part of our collective and it's very beautiful and yeah let's rise together yes. and yeah, keep doing our work <laughs> and putting it out there <laughs> All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all the audience that are listening in and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Sarah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for joining the podcast today. If you'd like to know more about Birthing in New Earth, our gatherings, events, our amazing collective of speakers, please join us over at Instagram at birthing in new earth. If you liked what you listened to today, please subscribe, leave us some stars, any comments, we'd love to hear from you. Any topics that you want us to talk about, please send it through. Thank you for being here and have a beautiful day.